We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Light Years Radio. Andy Lou, Warriors 2 and 0. We are back. We are on the Spotify Green Room app doing our post game show. We just did a fourth quarter watch party on playback, which was man, I was I was thinking in the first quarter, oh man, the fourth quarter's gonna be a blot. Andy and I are just gonna be able to BS it. No, that's not how it went. Nope. I was yelling at Andrew Wiggins for about 10 minutes there. You were talking about, I don't know what you were talking about. I wasn't listening to you because I was pissed. You know, I was just blacked out. And it was a, it, <laughs> hey, listen, Sam, listen, listen, listen. It's game two. I wasn't able to do game one green room. I mean, this is incredible. I, the Warriors have been pretty hard to watch for two plus seasons. And uh, fuck, man. Like, it, it feels like this season's going to give everything back. Uh, this is karma. This is, this is what we deserve. This is what the Warriors fans deserve. Was that a Cal Kuzma reference? Karma? Come back? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out, Kuzma. <laughs> oh, I hope you're enjoying DC, buddy. Um, what, <laughs> uh, we got some, so so first story of the game. Steph Curry, top seventy five of all time, officially. Wow. Yes, wow. I know. Everyone is shocked he made the list, right? Wow. <laughs> but wow. um, just a shoot that sixteen for twenty five, forty five points tonight. Honestly, that first quarter. Is there anything better than Steph when he's rolling? Like, I, I just – there's a lot of great players in basketball. There's going to be great players after Steph retires. But, like, I it, – it's it's something else. Like, it, it's so much bigger than just the game. Like, he is a different level of enjoyment to any, yes. anything else in, in all of pro I, I agree. I was going to say in all of post, pro sports. I mean, I think Steph coming in here knew this is the first time that Chase Center had real, real, real fans for a real game. And uh, I think that because of that, he was going to do what he was going to do tonight. I think that was part of it. And uh, did you see him celebrate at the end of the first quarter? That's that's peak Steph. He wanted that. You know, he used to do that, uh, celebrate like that with the crowd because in the playoffs, like he used to do that when they played OKC. Cleveland, right? Whenever there was a big moment, he used to do that. And I think that he knew, he understood kind of like this was the first night that this team was was back. The fans were back and that the Warriors actually have a chance to make a run this season. I think he understood all that. And he fucking dropped 25. He didn't miss a shot. 
him as a shot. In, in some ways, it felt like tonight was the official opening of Chase, right? Yeah. Because it's yeah, like exactly. Because it's like I, I remember I was there when Chase like officially opened, and it was weird because the Warriors, like, I mean, dude, like D'Lo was on the team, Omari Spellman, Jacob Evans, like. It was right. a very weird vibe. Like, Steph and Draymond were not really sure what was going on. Like, all of a sudden, Dynasty team gone. And then, like... Right, right. D'Lo. And then, like, you know, two home games into it, he breaks his hand. <laughs> the season's over. And then he comes back. He plays one game. And then, obviously, the pandemic hits. And there's been no fans in, in Chase since there. So, it feels like this is the official start of Chase Center. People always ask me, like, oh, is Chase like Oracle? I'm like, I don't know. Like, we haven't, like, <laughs> give me a game that matters at Chase Center with a full house. Give me, like, a playoff series there. And then we can right. start talking about the differences. Because, like, you know, discussing, like, what happened in a December 8th game in 2019 when, like, Kai Bowman scored 15 points in a 30-point loss, like, that's not an accurate measure. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I think this Joe Lake up smiling. I mean, he's at home or no, he's at the game. He's ecstatic because this is what he envisioned, right? This was going to be the money making. I mean, they make money right now, but this is going to be, this is going to be it. I mean, the Warriors are supposed to be that team. And I think this season, it looks that way. Uh, with regards to the, uh, the crowd, Sam, uh, my girlfriend made it to the game today. I didn't, unfortunately, because I, I'm, you know, I love the, I love the fans. I'm on green room. So I didn't go. Uh, she said it got loud. You're a, you're a streamer now. <laughs> I'm a streamer. Uh, she said the crowd did get loud at the end. She said it was pretty insane come the fourth quarter. So I think the beginning of the game was a little quiet. I don't know what it is. Probably the Bay Area traffic. Probably people not, not knowing how Chase Center works. Maybe the vaccine stuff, the vaccination card stuff. But either way, it sounded like it got pretty crazy at the end. So we're hoping to see it. I mean, I'm hoping to hear a lot more of that this season. Yeah, I'm going to be there next week. And I'm just – it's something to monitor. It's not the big story tonight, but like – I'm just excited because yeah, I, right, I right. kind of feel like it's, you know, worry fans travel. It's going to be what it is. So it, I think it'll be good, but let's get back to the game here. So we talked about Steph. Should we get to Draymond? Is that the next story of the game? Uh, oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, the guy's hilarious. I mean, the guy is hilarious. Uh, he looks like he hates shooting the basketball. Uh, then he looks like or acts like his wrist is broken. And then all of a sudden I, after that. He, he got me. I legitimately thought it was broken for a minute. <laughs> and then after that, he starts shooting the ball. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand why, but I'm not complaining because he was one of the big reasons why they won at the end. I mean, obviously the defense, but the fact that he's actually willing to go up and try to shoot layups. <laughs> that, and he, would, he made the biggest shot of the game. I mean, outside of Steph's three. Yeah. So, so it's like um, – He's two for nine from the free throw line, which is uncharacteristic because he's a career mid seventies. He's never been a bad three free throw shooter. No, never. never been, he's 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 never been a guy who's gotten into like those weird like Ben Simmons type of moments. So yeah, okay. Just to just to be clear, by the way, he is a career seventy two percent, seventy one point five percent three point shooter or free throw shooter. But anyway, um, nine free throws. Only made two of them, which is weird for him. I don't care. I just want Draymond to be aggressive. Four or five from the field, 10 points. I feel like this is kind of what we want from Draymond in general. Like, I would have liked him to take some threes. He didn't tonight, but oh well. In general, if you give me – if you just give me Draymond who's willing to make offensive moves, I'll live with it because I know the defense is going to be there. I know the IQ and the passing is going to be there. That's, That's really all I want from him. 
Yeah, I mean, it's some some of it's just. I mean, the three point shooting, sure. I I don't know if I care that much, but it's it, some of it's just. Some of it's just you're an NBA player. If you shoot enough layups, you're going to make them. It's not like Draymond's going down there and he's going to miss them every single time. Like he's going to, and he did tonight. And uh, I I thought I had a I had a had a little uh, deja vu. Uh, Sam, when when they got the ball, uh, Andrew Wiggins near the end of the game gets the ball, drives down the lane, gets to Andre Iguodala, who has like a wide open five footer, no chance that he shoots it. So he dishes it to Draymond for a contested layup, and it goes in. I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, "Yep, that's uh, that's peak Warriors right there." And then it results in a win. That is uh, <laughs> that look <laughs> that looked like the 2019 Warriors. Absolutely, it's just. <laughs> Yeah, it, it feels really familiar. Things feel like they're moving in a positive direction with this team. So um, let's keep moving on this game real quick. All right, what do you want to talk about next? Do you want to talk about Jordan Poole or you guys something else? I right, let's let's talk uh, let's talk the let's talk Jordan Poole and then let's talk turnovers. Just because one thing I thought about this game and you brought up a very good point on playback um, is that Jordan Poole is bad tonight. Jordan Poole was bad tonight, and, and some of the turnovers that he had was bad. Some of the shots that he had was bad. Overall, the team was atrocious on that end. They turned the ball over, I think, three times as much as the Clippers. But, Sam, you got to take about Jordan Poole, and I think it's important to, to, to dive deep into this, is that he should still be playing. And the fact that Steve is letting him play through the mistakes, I think is a welcoming sign. Yeah, so like, okay, so I'm watching this Warriors team, and my main take from it is they're still devoid of shot creators. Steph goes without saying Jordan Poole is probably the second best player on this team in terms of getting their own shot, at least until Clay Thompson comes back. They need him to be a legitimate player. And I think it's more important that Steve's sticking with him while he's having a subpar game. He was fouling today. He made some really bad turnovers, just to be honest. And uh, he wasn't really hitting shots. And wouldn't hit shots from outside. That's going to happen to a young player. What I liked was they stuck with him and he, you know, you got to keep going with him. Not everyone's going to be Steph Curry. Honestly, he's got to, right, right. you, you got to have, you got to have a little confidence. in like, I would have liked to see him take it to the rim a little more when he wasn't hitting right. the outside shot, anything. But like, what matters to me is he stays in the game and they trust him to be I think an important thing that that's one, right? One, another one is he's 22. He's young. So it's like, part of it is I feel like he's shown enough uh, in the end of last season and, and this, this preseason to feel like, Hey, you got to stick with him. Rookie season, Sam, I was out. Cause I was like, yo, you're one of the worst players in the NBA. I don't know how long I can stick with this, but with the, with the Jordan pool that he is now, you see the talent, the fact that he could become a very, very good basketball player. And it's, it's, you just, there's no need to bench him. Like you don't need to go grab Popovich. Like there's no need to sit him down for a game to teach him a lesson. Now to close games, I think is important to talk about because they took him out to close the, the Lakers came and he didn't close this game either. And I thought that was the right choice because I thought that when it's winning time, especially in this situation where you've got Damian Lee, who's a vet, who's good defensively and you can make a three hit a big one tonight. I do think you go with that person, right? Like I do think at that moment you do close with someone you do a hundred percent trust, but you also don't want to sit pool for like an entire fourth quarter even if he's off. Yeah, I think he's got to earn the closing minutes. Yep. Um, and he yep. didn't tonight. And Damian Lee was the right call. And it worked for the Warriors. They pulled out the W. Uh, they have the Sacramento Kings on Sunday. They have the Oklahoma City Thunder next Tuesday. Those are games where I really want to see Jordan Poole earn closing minutes. He has a chance to. Um, those teams aren't as good defensively as the the Clippers or even 
the old man Lakers, whatever we're watching there. Uh, th- those are op- <laughs> those are opportunities for Jordan Poole to break through there. Uh, but but in general, I'm liking what I'm seeing, even though he was subpar tonight. I'm liking the fact that he's getting a little rope, and I think it's going to pay off for the team long term. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is. It is. Uh, let's talk about. Uh, <laughs> the chat says Kerr 2.0 and we're like, yes, this is some, some real Kerr 2.0 stuff. Yeah. Let's talk, let's talk about, let's talk about coaching. Let's talk about some of the adjustments or, or what, what, one of the big things that I've noticed and you brought this up too is Otto Porter. Um, he's not one, he's not making an impact Two, He's not playing that much. Right. It's one of the reasons yeah. Andre dollar looks amazing, but I think Steve has made the decision to say like, Hey, for whatever reason right now, Otto's not playing. And you can see that he's from my, my opinion, I, I just don't think he can stay on the floor defensively. Uh, right. So he's, he can't, he can't play out there. Um, what do you think about the bench? Yeah. Th- I mean, Otto looks like a five right now. Like he moves, <laughs> he moves kind of like Looney and um, that's fine if you're a five, but not so good if you want to play the three or the four. Uh, hopefully that changes with him because he, he can, he can legitimately shoot the hell out of the ball. And he did get seven rebounds tonight in 18 minutes. So, I mean, he might, I mean, that, he, that might be who he is now. He might be a big man, but, uh, but I do think you watch auto. Like I don't see the switchy wing I saw in Washington uh, like three, four years ago. No, I, don't, I don't think he's getting that. And I don't know he's, he's getting, getting back there. I think he needs to get somewhere in between there because if you can get like halfway back there, he could play more minutes for this team because like, when he's on the floor, his shooting is massively impactful. He's got the offensive skill. He's got the IQ. And he does rebound the ball. And he's got good size. It's it's just about the mobility. I think he'll get there. I, I think it'll take him time. Um, it, as yeah. Steve's infamous quote, it'll take him 20 games. Um, I think it'll take him time to get, <laughs> to get there, to get in shape. But the other thing is... Uh, uh, JTA uh, really just is the the player that he was at the end of last season. He didn't get worse; he got better. Um, like when when ta- when game time comes around, JTA is out there playing. They, they need him on the floor. That was awesome. Like I think that's we didn't talk about JTA all preseason because he just wasn't playing. But when the when the when the lights turn on, Sam, when the games actually matter, they need him out there. They need him out there. Yeah, but 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 this kind of gets back to my auto point. I feel like they need auto more because JTA is just another version of Iguodala, Draymond. Right, right. Really good passer, really smart player, going to defend multiple positions. And don't get me wrong, you as you want as many of those players as you can get. But like, what makes this Warriors team a little different than last year, or the year before, is you got Bielitsa and Otto Porter, who are big men who can legitimately shoot the ball and just give you a little extra space, make it a little easier for Steph, make it a little easier for Jordan Poole, make it a little easier for Draymond Green to get 10 points and finish inside. So to, to <laughs> me, like Otto, seeing how Otto progresses physically is going to be a big story for this team because if they want to make a serious run, Otto getting physically better is going to be a big deal for them. One more thing that I not one more thing. By the way, look at Doncic. You get fatter. The hell is wrong with this guy? Why is he? Anyway, um, Steve Kerr brought brought Steph in with seven minutes, seven and a half minutes left in the first half, uh, in the second quarter. There, I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> I uh, I don't know why he did it. The Warriors were up big. I, I just thought of all the times that you would leave Steph out, it would be the second quarter. Uh, and then in the fourth quarter, he brought him back in, and uh, with about six minutes, which was his regular timing, and that worked out. Because he could have brought him in with about eight. So, uh, do we count that as chasing wins? I think yes. I think Steve Kerr has has kind of said there's no real set rotation. I'm going to play who I need to play to win games. And uh, you know, Sam, do you take credit for that, Steve 2.0? I don't know. I will. I will if you're not. 
Steve 2.0. I mean, as far as I know, the Warriors met in the off season. They read every Andy Lou tweet to Steve Kerr. And Steve's Thank like, you, right, I got I got to change. I got to evolve. So, <laughs> um, I have enjoyed it. Like the, the, the main things for me with Steve have been Jordan Poole would have been buried a year ago with Steve Kerr. Yeah. Steve Kerr yeah. would have seen him pulling up from 28 and been like, nope, no turnover yeah. out that sort of thing. He would have not trusted. Maybe he would have been a little tougher on Bielitsa. Bielitsa, look, Bielitsa, yes, defensively, like yep. Belly is what he is on defense, but like his, he's a net positive for this team right now because they have so many kind of defense first players that like his offensive value honestly means more to the Warriors than it does another team. So those are little things that I don't think Steve would have done in the past that, you know, tip our cap to Steve 2.0. Yep, and I think he understands that this is a team that can win. I mean, the team, the, the the Warriors, if they didn't turn the ball over fifty times tonight, want win this going away. Now, there's there's an issue, there are a couple of issues with the shooting. I mean, the, the Clippers got shots up. By the way, the Clippers look amazing. I mean, they're going to be a problem this season. But I think Steve knows that this team should be should be a four seed. Like this team should be winning a lot of games, fifty games this season. So he's not fucking around. This team should this team should be nowhere near the play in conversation. And I think that's the big no. thing for this team. This team, this team should comfortably be like trying to jockey for home court in the first round, but like at worst be in that like four, five, six range. So I think they feel pretty confident about it. And the second thing, which like it drove me crazy last year. And it's like, oh, we need 20 games to figure it out. The games matter at the beginning of the season as much as they matter at the end of the season. And I think the Warriors realize it. They have a pretty cushy schedule after this. Like, they should be 12 and four or, I don't know, like 14 and six. Like, they have a very easy schedule off the bat, you know? I mean, I, I called that they would be I called that they should be uh nine and one or ten and zero to start the season. So I'm looking good, Sam. I'm looking good. And and that's the thing. That's the thing that keeps you out of the plan. Take care of take care of the games you need to take care of. Because at some point something weird's gonna happen. You're gonna drop a couple of games you don't want to. Right now, just take care of business. Get out get out to like a six and zero or like eight and one start or something like that, right? So yeah, I mean you don't you don't get more wins winning games at the end of the season. Warriors went fifteen no, last they're, season. They're, they're like, worth, yeah, they're all the same. Yeah, they're, they're all, the same. all the same as Sanders. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over three hundred and fifty million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's get let's get some some goons. Let's yeah, get some calls. Let's get, let's get to the goons. Let's get to the goons. I'm sick of you and me. Let's get to the. Oh yeah, let's go. <laughs> What's up, bro? Respect. <laughs> nah, um, yeah, really encouraged. Uh, these are games you definitely would have lost last year in some dumbfounding fashion, like Wiggins fouling Reggie Jackson on a three pointer or some shit. So. It's really encouraging to just see us winning the ugly games because these are games we would have tricked off last year and we would have came back at the end of the season and been like, boy, if we just won that game. So as far as that goes, I'm encouraged. And I'm really encouraged by uh, Steve Kerr going with different matchups. You saw Otto come in with the first substitutes tonight instead of, um, what's it called? Who came in last night? JTA came in with the first subs last night. So it's just interesting to see Steve going mismatch and Kerr 2.0. And just in general, this team should win. 52 games, in my opinion. I agree, Ryan. Good call. It, it, he makes a good... It's just... Steve is Steve is out here hands-on. He is not sitting around thinking, you know what? These guys are good enough. They're vets. They'll take care of it. No, no, no. no. Steve is saying, this is this is up to me. He's kind of like a college coach out there, right? He's just like... He's, he's almost making these moves like it's a playoff game, so... 2.0, baby. Fabian, what's up, man? Oh, that's, that's a great AV right there. Oh, I didn't even realize I was on stage. <laughs> <laughs> no, no worries, bro. You guys, yeah, we can hear. Yeah, we can hear. I just wanted to say, uh, uh, Jordan Poole, like he had a rough game, but like, actually, wanted to ask, what do you, what do you guys think uh, Kerr is gonna do with him, like, go, like going forward, like in terms of like playing him, like minutes and and whatever? Because like, I expect like games like these, like every now and then, because I mean, he's done so much better, but. I mean, even even Steph struggled last game, so like he's gonna struggle. And like, what do you guys think uh, Kerr is gonna do with him? Fabian, appreciate the question. So I feel like I I love the fact that Steve stuck with him while he was struggling. Like I think that's a big sign of growth because, and we talked about this a little earlier, Andy. But it's like, look, Steph is the greatest shooter of all time, and he has bad games. So guys like Jordan Poole, who are just like really good shooters they're going to probably have more bad games than Steph. And you just have to be able to ride with them when they go through these moments. And it, it just, that's all I wanted to see from Steve. That's all I, I wanted to see. You ride with them, but also you got to take into account that, look, they just played two LA teams, two LA teams that, you know, are, are top five playoff teams in the West. I mean, these, these teams are built for these types of games. The Clippers just played 
a ridiculous long series in the postseason last year. And then, and then he had to play LeBron, AD, and Russ in the first game. Like, they're not playing OKC, right? They're not even playing a middling team, right? They're going to play John Morant coming up. And that's a game where Jordan Poole should have some, some leeway there as well. He should, be, he should be better. But these first two games have been tough. I mean, they've been playing some really good teams. And Jordan Poole's not that guy yet. And and the fact that they're riding riding it with him, he's gonna be he's gonna be he should be playing 28, 30, 32 minutes by the end of the season consistently every game. Agreed. All right, keep moving. Larry, Larry, what's up, man? You guys, how's it going? It's good. What's up, man? I'm just gonna say Steve 2.0 is giving me like crazy whiplash, man. He's so different. It's like Steve 1.0 win that game, like. Um, last game, I think Bielitsa played the entire fourth quarter, right? Because he was so important. He had to put him out there. But I don't think um, Bielitsa played a single minute in the fourth quarter of this game. Just crazy different substitution patterns, right? So, like, yeah, Steve 2.0, really excited that he's making these, like, crazy substitution patterns, even, like, in the regular season. Larry, appreciate it. I kind of agree. Like, actually, I think that's, like, the most exciting thing, right, Andy? It's like he's... You know, he's playing the matchup. Like, Steph and Draymond are going to play every game. But everyone else is kind of like, you know, maybe it's a Damian Lee game. Maybe it's an Iguodala game. Maybe it's a Bielitsa game. He's really, like, he's really mixing and matching. And I love it. I, I actually did, I actually totally slipped my mind that Nemanja finished the first game and not this game. Or Nemanja. I just I just totally slipped my mind. You're right. That's a, that's a Gabe Kapler move. Uh, he just he just went he just went match he went matchup based man he said he said what's the computer telling me to no I'm kidding. but like he he really went he, <laughs> he he went he really went both ways right one he went what's the right matchup against this team you can't play Bielitsa because he's a big and he's not going to be able to stay out on a five out team and then also he said in this particular game you play with who, who's playing better Andre Godal is playing better Damian Lee is playing better you can't play anybody else that those guys close the game so yeah I mean you look at those two things I mean shit there's no way that he does this. In the first season, he was coaching this team or any of the seasons, right? And so, uh, shoot. <laughs> I, I mean, I, isn't, isn't that what we're asking for? It's like when you have dudes, when you have like Steph Curry and Draymond Green, like obviously they close. But like when you have a roster of, of eight to ten guys who are kind of even, play the matchup, you know? Maybe next, maybe yeah. next game, Juan yep. Tesfano Anderson plays 30 minutes. That's fine. If it's a good matchup for yeah. him, play Shake, Shake, my man. A man who never knows how to unmute himself. <laughs> yes. Consistent. Nothing me. if not consistent. You hear me? What's up, brother? What's yeah, so, uh, I don't know. I was uh, kind of impressed with Wiggins, at least early on in this game. I felt like the 5G was hitting hard. Uh, got that. Uh, he was, like, in threes off the, I mean, just, like, off the cash. But then he kind of cooled off and reverted to anti-vax Wiggins again, which is disappointing. So, what do you think his role is on this team? I mean, it feels like we have an abundance of dudes that want to take shots now. And Wiggins kind of just feels like the odd man out of time. So what do you, what do you think his role is going to be going forward? That's a great question. I guess I'll go first, Andy. As long as he's defending and like, really and yeah. I thought he, I don't know when he figured out like the, um, the weak side block thing, but like, I like it. And like, as long as he's playing like the passing lanes and actually defending at point of attack and everything, I'll live with his offense because he doesn't like super force it. Um, but I think that's his main impact on the team, to be honest. Yeah, 
I, I agree. It's the defense. He has to be markedly better than anybody else defensively. Like, if for some reason Otto Porter comes back and, and loses 20 pounds and is a really good defender for some reason, I'd sit Wiggins. But as of right now, yeah, you the time machine. have to play him. <laughs> yeah, right? Or Clay Thompson comes back and for some reason he comes back at 100%. Then it's like, okay, yeah, you may be able to sit Wiggins too. But those things are very unlikely. And so far, that's why for the time being, I would say, yeah, I mean, Wiggins is going to have to play those minutes because, yeah, he got cooked by PG-13. But was anybody else going to guard PG-13? Right? You're not playing a good all of 35 minutes a game anymore. So Those weren't easy, those weren't easy shots PG was hitting either. Like, it's yeah. just kind of like yeah. he, he's going to cook. Um, the other thing I, wanna, I wanted to point out was uh, rebounding. I thought – so one of the more frustrating things about Wiggins is how he doesn't use his athleticism. Uh, but I thought tonight he was pretty reasonable. Six rebounds in 31 minutes. I'll take that from a small forward. I thought he crashed the glass reasonably well. If he can do that, that's useful. I just want him to score on the flow. Like, I'll live with him hitting or not hitting shots. I just don't want him, like, isoing. That's, like, my main thing with him. Like, he's not really yeah, – he's, he's not Paul George. He's not, like, good enough to, like, all right, Steph, Steph and Jordan Poole go stay in the quarters. It's Wiggins time, you know? Like, no, he's not no, that guy. 100%. But, like, if he's defending and if he's – crashing the glass and cutting off of everyone and spotting up impactful player. Yep. All right. Let's go to Ricky, Ricky Garcia. All right. What's up guys. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. What's up, man. All right. So tonight's game felt kind of like mind boggling and stressful with all these turnovers. I know it's early and you know, they're still trying to figure stuff out. Um, so uh, how many games into the season do you think the turnovers will kind of start to settle down? Ooh, this is a great one. Um, it, it, part of this is Steve's system, I think. It's and this is not a bat. It's not a slight. Part of this is he plays a style where the team passes so much. They threw a stat that they led the league in assists for the fast past five seasons or five of the past six seasons. I actually don't even know if that's a good stat. I mean, it just means that his team passes the ball a lot, and it's kind of a problem sometimes. But the reason why now this team works is because they've got a lot of shooters, high IQ guys that pass. But when that happens. Even a lot, set, of a lot of even when, when that happens, it's going to be turnovers. Even in fourteen fifty, when they won the first title in sixteen seventy, they won seventy three games. They turned the ball over a lot, or there'd be a lot of games where they would just have twenty turnovers. Now they were good enough; they would still win those games. But you saw that tonight. Ironically, they were good enough to still win this game. But that's just what happens. I think that's the nature of Steve Steve's offensive system. Yeah, and it's 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 somewhat a nature of the roster. Like, let's be real defenses are playing Draymond for the pass, Iguodala for the pass, Juan Toscano, Kayvon Looney for the pass. They know when Steph is coming off screens, he's looking to shoot the ball, so they're trying to force him to pass it to guys who don't want to shoot the ball. That's just the nature of the roster. Like, everyone wants a perfect roster, but, like, you know, you're not going to get a roster of five guys who are, like, you know, perfectly able to both pass and shoot. Like, you're not going to get a roster of, like, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Giannis, and like, I don't know, Harden or something like that. Like guys who like can completely read the defense and make a decision on pitch, pass, or shoot. So I just think it's the nature. The Warriors have a lot of passers, and those guys aren't always looking to shoot the ball. All right, I keep moving. Let's get to a few more calls before we call night. By the way, uh, Paul George quote on, on not attempting any free throws. He said, Draymond got nine of them. I don't know what he was doing that I wasn't. It is what it is. This is why Paul George is not a winner. That's why he's not ever going to win a championship. That quote right there. PG is just, he just loves to put his foot in his mouth. 
<laughs> All right, Nova. Hey, guys. Like, What's I up, think man? you guys already talked about this earlier on, but what are we going to do about Wiggins? I feel like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I just, that fourth quarter, like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, you know, he, I feel like he can be so much more, but he just keeps on disappointing. I don't know. No, Nova, Nova, you, you've seen Nova, appreciate it, man. Yeah, you've seen this before. Come on. Come on. Uh, uh, Warriors fans have got to know, you, if you're expecting more out of Andrew, Andrew Wiggins than who he is, that's your fault. Come on, guys. Yeah, that's where I'm at, too. I think he, I think in general, he's been a positive, and I'm happy with what Wiggins does for this team. But I also don't expect much more from him. Like, if anything, Clay coming back will make it even easier for him because Wiggins. <laughs> How much easier does it have to be? <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm I'm saying like, I know, I agree. I agree. But geez. Wiggins had the second most shots on this team, and Wiggins should be the fourth, third or fourth in terms of shot attempts. It's just who he is, right? Just is. Old two-way. Old two-way. Old two-way. All right. Let's get to Saeed, my man. What up, what up, guys? What's up, my man? I I love this Steve 2.0, but when does uh, (laughs) does, does Lakeup step in when Kuminga and Wiseman are back? Poor Saeed. hand. Oh. What do you guys think is going to happen when Kuminga comes back? Oh, man. Oh, um, that is the question. That's an interesting question, Saeed. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not worried about it right now, but it will be... We're in a good mood. We're in a good mood. It's going to be interesting to see what happens when he has a healthy Kuminga and a healthy... I, I think Wiseman is going to play, no matter what. Uh, more because of positional need. But, like, Kuminga's actually... He plays a position that they kind of have a lot of guys at. Like... They're not getting auto enough minutes. They have uh, Iguodala. There's obviously Draymond and Wiggins. Like, it's going to be hard for Kaminga to break through that rotation. Obviously, JTA too. Uh, how much? We'll, we'll see. I think Kaminga. I'm in a good mood. I'm not talking about Wiggins and Wiseman. I am. I mean, <laughs> oh, Kaminga and Wiseman. I'm in a good mood. The the Warriors. The Warriors are playing well, and uh, we'll deal with it when it happens. I will say, Kevon Looney. One thing, Kevon Looney. Guys, you know, two minutes. Two minutes. Oh boy, he's good. He's good, but man, he leaves a lot to be desired. And uh, maybe they'll get some of that size that they need against someone like Zubac. Not that Zubac killed them, but it's just like it's hard to watch sometimes, you know. So maybe they'll get some. I think Wiggins, I think Wiggins was fine, but it's like kind of. Or, sorry, I thought Looney was fine, but it's like it's okay. Yeah, it says more about the roster when you're like, man, we got to play Looney than uh, anything <laughs> else. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, anyway, let's uh, should we get one more or are we are we done? We'll get we have two more. Let's get Luke Two up more. Here. Oh yes, yes. How are you boys? I'm I'm wonderful. Oh, you know, we're in a good mood. Yeah. Well, I just want to give you a shout out to all, all you flogs in the chat. If you don't if you don't have premium, make sure you get it because it's outstanding. You get to watch uh, Sam and Annie's reaction to Steph's three. That's fucking <laughs> great. Um that was a great game. Um I'm not getting much work done down here, so it's fucked, but it's good. Um that was such a good game tonight. But uh, I just want to say two things. Everyone's been a bit too fucking hard on Wiggins. Like, at least the guy's rebounding now. Like, last year, he wasn't even rebounding. just standing in a corner, buddy, scratching his ass. Like, at least he's actually having a go, you know what I mean, besides his price tag. Um, and the other thing, which you guys already covered, so it's all good, talk some sense into Uh Put your thinking caps on here, boys. In the future, if we get into the playoffs, which we should, who do you think, if everything breaks right, what do you think Kerr's going with in his closing five lineup? Cheers, boys. 
Ooh, that's a great question. Are we get into playoff lineups get two games into the season? Oh, Come man. on, baby. It's Luke. I love the energy. I mean, you know Steve. You know, he's going to go Steph. He's going to go Clay. He's going to get 38-year-old Iguodala out there. <laughs> Draymond. And then the real question is, who's the fifth guy? And I think it's, exactly. it's going to be rotation by the night. It's probably going to be Wiggins. Huh? Uh, oh, man. I, I think it's going to be Poole. I mean, I sorry. I hope it's going to be Poole. Uh, I hope <laughs> it's going to be Poole. You're right. It's probably going to be Wiggins. Uh, but yeah. It, Ryan, yeah. I was going to say, Ryan in the chat mentioning Damian Lee. I could I could see Damian Lee getting some run. Steph that's a, Lee, that's Steph a Steve Lee guy. and Clay. I, yeah, but Steph Lee and Clay, I don't think Kerr's not going with that. I, I don't. I don't. It, Lee's call it defensive. He's got a lot better. Uh, but Wiggins is, is, is better. Not that Wiggins is this all NBA guy, but. Uh, but I think with with pool, what I'm hoping for is that they just they're just going to blow the doors off people offensively, right? Like by the end of the season, you're hoping pool is, is able with with within the right amount of minutes, like 28, 30 minutes a game, that he scores 16, 18 points efficiently. Like if you could do that with Clay and Steph, I mean, geez, yeah, Draymond Iguodala can't shoot, but whew, that's what I'm hoping the five is. Yeah, gonna be. that's what I'm hoping. That's true. All right, last caller of the night. We'll go with Michelle. What's up, man? Hey, hey. Hey. Yeah. Um, I'm actually first time listener. I mean first time caller, um, long time listener. Driving Appreciate down with my it. homies Appreciate down to LA. <laughs> we were watching the game, super psyched, kept us entertained for like three hours. Um yeah, ultimately like I did not anticipate the Clippers being this good, like as a team in general. I kinda slept on them. Where do you see them ranking along with us? against, like, the postseason Lakers, Jazz, and Suns. Thanks, and uh, thanks for the broadcast, guys. Appreciate the call. That's that's a yeah. great question. I, Andy, where do you think the Clippers land at the end of the season? I, I, I think the Clippers, I think, took a leap. Um, I think they showed the type of the guts and, I don't know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm that type of guy. Like, I think the Bucks showed showed that. Like, they, they took a leap and they, they said, hey, we're just we're more confident. And I think the Clippers are similar, especially someone like Paul George. They need that. Same with Reggie Jackson. I think they're on similar ground, right? Like it, it, without Clay Thompson, they're on similar ground. But with Clay by the end of the season, and, and Kawhi's not coming back, I think the Clippers are probably in that third tier, and the Warriors are in the second. I um, mean, and that's provided Clay comes back and he's able to actually play basketball and play it decently well. Um, the Clippers, I think, are just they're just. I mean, I'm watching Terrence Mann and Eric Bledsoe out there. Awesome, cool players. I think Terrence. I think Terrence Mann's good, but yes. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? But, like, he's good, but it's almost like Jordan Poole, right? Like, it's like, yes, Jordan Poole's awesome. Like, he's a lot of talent, but it's like, Jordan Poole's not winning you a playoff series right now. Um, and so I think that's, if Clay's back, the Warriors are in a different tier. But, man, the Clippers are awesome. I agree with you. I would have picked the Clippers to be the best team in the West if Kawhi was healthy, but he's not. So, for me, they are, I could see them being a 4-5 or five seed, but I could also see them being a 7-8 seed. Which, like, there's no shame in that. Losing your best player and still being playoff caliber team is pretty, pretty impressive. So I think, yeah. I think oh. they are second tier in the West, you know, fighting somewhere to get out of the play and winning in the high 40s. And I actually think they're probably positioning themselves to be, like, really nice when Kawhi comes back because guys like Terrence Mann are going to get some serious run and probably be better players when he comes back. Like the Clippers could be pretty scary next year, but you know, that's next year. Yeah. Who knows what happens yeah. to that behavior by then. Yeah. Yeah. Warriors will have Steph will have his fourth. 
right, let's get out of here with let's get out of here with that one. That's a good one. We're gonna end it here. We appreciate everyone. We'll be back soon.